Last week, we helped me select a new NFL team. This week, Matt's getting a new NBA team. Stick around. It all starts right now. This is Up for Debate, episode number 194, recorded December 17th, 2020, picking an elite new squad. And uh, today's episode is going to be a hoot, Matt. I'm excited. I hope you are sure. as well. I mean, you you know what time of the year it is, of course. It's uh, it's it's definitely winter. We knew we learned that yesterday with all the snow we got. That's right. Um, That's right. It's, uh, you know, it's also 2020 still. Yeah, that's true. Um, so we'll we'll never be able to forget about that. Uh, what else? What else is going on? Uh, hockey. Hasn't it's almost the holidays. Right? Ho- holidays around the corner. Sure, football yep. is is still heating up. We've got you got your Ongoing. new your brand new NFL team, the Los Angeles. Yes, Chargers. go charge, go Bolts. Yep, he, he's he's a Bolts fan. They're they're playing tonight. They're playing almost right now. They're going to kick off shortly. Yeah, and uh, you've got um. Well, I, I don't know. What else is going on? Is there another sport we haven't mentioned? No I don't know what time of year soccer plays. You, you, baseball. Baseball plays. Yes, baseball is like definitely cold. not happening. No. Mm. Uh, frisbee golf, I don't know. Froth. I don't know when. Yeah, froth. Love some froth. Famously known. Um, but Matt, it's also, and I learned this the other day, it's the shortest period of time between seasons of a sport ever in the history of the United States between the end of the last NBA season and the start of this NBA season, which officially kicks off next week. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I did read that. That's, um, I, uh, I didn't even know it just kind of crept up on everybody. I feel like, I, I mean, I, I guess if you're a real big fan of the sport of, of basketball that you were following this really closely, but out of nowhere, I, I was just I was on the athletic, and it gave me an alert and said like basically that the first game of uh, the preseason had already started. The first of two game three three the first of three games, right? Every yes. team's playing three games. Yep, I and I did. Have you ever watched preseason basketball, nope. Matt? It is hilarious. If you get a chance to watch preseason basketball, I recommend you take it because. It's like preseason football where the good players play for like five minutes and then they sit a lot and they play all the bench players. And it is so sloppy how they play in preseason. The ball is just going everywhere. People are constantly falling over, missing just the wildest shots you've ever seen. It is terrible. And I had a blast watching it. So. Nice. Yeah. Preseasons in, in, uh, in most sports, they kind of vary from like really boring games where it's, it's just, they're, they're all playing their backup players and no one, none of the starters, they don't want to risk any injuries to them. So they're all Mm -hmm. sitting to, um, to like, I guess if you're a real big nerd in that sport, you, I guess you, you find some value in like the analytics and stuff, but for the most part, I, I, I don't even really know. 
Although I, I, I said going into the season, I don't know why there are still preseason games. And then the NFL had like more injuries than they've ever had. So maybe by reducing that number, they're the speculation that reducing the number of preseason games and practice time has definitely contributed to that. But well, they're not meant to be good games. I mean, that's kind of the point is that it's basically like a padded practice. Almost it's, it's not meant to be entertaining. It's supposed to get guys in shape and teach the coaches who's good or not. Yeah. You know, and it's, give the fans it's, a little taste, a little preview. The fact that they televise them is really the weird thing. Yeah. It's, it's a little, little teaser for things to come. I think it's was what it's supposed to be. Um, yes. Well, and speaking of teasers of things to come, Matt, that's, has nothing to do with what I'm going to say next, but it sounded like a good segue. Uh, so, Matt, in the last two episodes, you and I worked hard to find me an NFL team, a brand new NFL team. And I got to be honest with you, I think we did a pretty bad job. Um, I, I don't think it was. A Sean, I think uh, I think you should have gone with the Carolina Panthers. I, I, I thought, no, that, I thought no. about this long and hard. I, I, I took a long time. I was like, maybe we should have made Sean into a Panthers fan. But I don't know how we ended up with the Chargers. I, I think it was it was me really being very convinced that you're a West Coast guy. You give off some I, West I, Coast vibes to me. Which is wrong. Yeah, it's I very wrong. I am an East Coast guy. I think guy, I'm a pretty but... good judge of character. And I, I think you, you've got some definite West Coast uh, allegiances. I love the hat. So I've got the baby blue hat. They got great colors. I'll give them that. The blue and the yellow I think is slick as hell. But they're a terrible football team and nobody oh, gives real a shit bad. about them. Yeah. And it's well, who was our runner-up? Wasn't it the Packers? Oh, sure, yeah, they were. Um, I think that would have been a better decision. <laughs> sure, because um, they they're in the playoffs and they're in first place. But but as we talked about Matt in in our Slack, uh, basically every decision we've ever made on the show, every bracket we've done, every they all end they bad. All end we're in, bad in at disaster. This. Yes, they're they're just. They're just bad. Italian wedding suit, bad. Somehow, uh, Brooklyn Bridge, bad. The, I, I mean, <laughs> it's just uh, we somehow suck. These, and these so, brackets go. They always go sideways. They do. And so, Matt, rather than do the smart thing and decide to never do that again, uh, we're going to double we're doubling down. down. Because we had so much fun last time, Matt. You've decided to offer your services up this time around to look for a new basketball that's team. right um i maybe have alluded to this on the show before but i have n- no recollection of ever watching a full basketball game like nba game uh i've definitely never watched a, a, an nba game i think the closest i've ever come is probably watching uh the harlem globetrotters i i used to Maybe I, I say I used to watch them. I probably watched like one game from them. So I don't really have any strong allegiances to any NBA team out there. I, I like to always call myself a Bulls fan. If people met me and asked what, what, what NBA team I liked just because of Jordan. But, you know, when was the last time Michael Jordan played in the NBA? Like, was that like 15 years ago? I don't even know. Uh, yeah, that's about yeah. right. That's about so, right. So, uh, yeah, I, I thought it would be kind of fun to, to do what, exactly what we did for you for the NFL. And uh, since the NBA season just started out of nowhere, maybe you could uh, you could pick me an NBA team. I think you have a little bit more experience 
in this department than uh, than I do. Is that correct? I would say that's true. I've gotten into the NBA recently. Uh, I'm not a big NBA history guy. I don't know a lot about the history of the league. I don't know a lot about the current league. Um, hopefully it'll be good. By the way, Matt, quick aside, you mentioned the Harlem Globetrotters, so I looked it up. Uh, the Washington Generals have officially beat the Harlem Globetrotters three times in their history in uh, 54, 58, and 71. Wow. Wow. In 1971, uh, they won on a score of 100 to 99, ending uh, the Globetrotters' 2,495 game win. I didn't streak. think it was legal for the Washington Generals to win. I thought it was like I didn't even know they. If they win, they all get executed or something. I didn't even know they actually like were able to score 100 points. I thought they were so <laughs> messing around that I didn't realize like they actually played basketball. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't really think that was like a legit. I think like the, the generals are like trying to win every game. That makes it even sadder that like they're they maybe they get like paid extra money or they get to see their families again if they if they win a game. They like try really really hard every every uh, every time out, but they're just that bad. No, well, it's interesting. The generals occasionally play teams other than the Globetrotters. Among these games, they've managed to record victories against the Taiwanese national team and a low level Red Army team. Wow. So they're they're a real team. They're not just the foil. I thought they were like the the comedic foil to the uh the Globetrotters. Interesting. Yeah. So the, uh they don't really do that for other sports, huh? There's no like joke team that like is just really like a tr- they do like trick shots and stuff. You don't see that the, like the Harlem Globetrotters the Globetrotters are definitely one of those things where it's like, how is this still a thing? It's like circuses yeah. where I'm like, how is that still a thing in 2020? Like, I feel like we've moved past. I don't it. know. I, I would go to a Globetrotters game. I, w- I think that would be kind of entertaining. They're still out there. It's, I mean, YouTube has kind of replaced that, right? It's because like you can go on YouTube and just look at kids doing trick shots and watch like a whole playlist of it. I'm, I mean, this definitely is a children's thing. Let's be yeah. real. But w- w- how come there's no like football trick shot? Probably because people would get hurt. That's my guess. I mean, that's kind of what the, get the Pro Bowl skills competition is, and no one watches yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? It would, probably because there would be too many penalties, actually, is, is why they – Just throwing flag. flags. Yeah, imagine, imagine if the referees like actually stop the shenanigans yeah. with the Globetrotters. <laughs> that's a foul. That's a foul. Tech, <laughs> technical. technical. Start ejecting players. Uh, just take the fun right out of it. You're not allowed to toss confetti on the fans. Yeah. That's a technical. Uh, team fouls out. Uh, so, Matt, mm. we have got a number of teams here, um, currently 30 of them, 29 in the United States. And we're going to go through each and every one like we did last time. And we're going to hopefully narrow down uh, a couple teams from you to choose from. Uh, do you do you think you have any biases going into this? Do you have any like? Um, I definitely do have biases, and I think uh, we'll we'll get those out of the way. We'll air those right now. Um, so eagle-eyed viewers will will spot right behind me, right where my pen is. You'll see a Brooklyn Nets. The Houston Rockets. Oh. Um, my uh my my Brooklyn Nets pennant. I just have that there because I basically when I moved to this apartment, I wanted to fill space with lots of uh, of sports memorabilia and flags. And the Brooklyn Nets are an in market team that are not a, a complete, as far as I know at least, they're not a complete total embarrassment like the Knicks. So, no, not so at I all. think they're they're actually a pretty competent team. So I just put them there along with the Yankees, the Devils. I've got my big Mets flag that 
that's the, the my my favorite one. Giants, Saints, etc. Um, you'll also point out, and I'll, I'll fully disclose this now, that next to all my other pennants, uh, flags of teams that I kind of sort of root for, I've got a Philadelphia 76ers flag as well. Um, so that's really my big bias going in is, uh, Sean, I, I, I've mentioned this on a previous episode is that I kind of, kind of like the, the, the Sixers. Um, I don't live that far away from Philly. I, uh, I, I like the idea of a team that is also the name of a year. You only really see that and a number. And a number. You just see that with the, I think the 49ers, 49ers as far as yeah. I know in, in major American sport. So I think that's kind of cool. Um, and uh, I just learned recently that Fat Albert is a big fan of the 76ers, the character. And that's because I think the show in the, from the 80s took place in Philadelphia. Mm. I just looked up famous Dang. 76ers fans and Fat Albert and wow. his whole crew. They all love the Sixers, Sean. Sixers have had a, an interesting history, that's for sure. I know nothing about their history. Oh, um, well, we'll talk about yeah. that uh, and a number of these other teams. Uh, Matt, are you uh, willing to pick a team? Because it sounds to oh. me like you're you're looking at local teams. Are you willing to pick a team? Oh, sure. No, I'm, I'm that you to, live I'm definitely near? open to picking anything. And I also wanted to mention the process. That's the big thing is like everybody's yes. talking about the process. And I, so that's a term that I heard that I can kind of relate to other sports. And that that came from Philadelphia, right? That came from the Sixers yes. head coach. Was that what, who it was? Mark yes. Uh, just just beyond the, the process, arguably, just ended a year or two ago. That's what all the all the sports podcasts I listen to are saying. I still have no idea what that means. But there are shirts that say, trust the process. and Sure. Oh, that was I mean, the process is basically tanking so you can get a bunch of good players. Oh, OK. That's the that's the simplest. That's why it says trust the process is in trust us as we lose horrifically <laughs> we for like four you. years in a row. Yeah. Um, the issue is then they never got really particularly good. Uh, Matt, I think we're going to split this into the two conferences like we did last time. So we'll do one conference tonight, another conference next week. Uh, and Matt, I think we're going to start out west. We're going to start in the Western Ooh, Conference okay. and then we'll work our way back with the Eastern Conference. We'll start in the Northwest Western Conference. Um, and we are going to start with your Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets. I'm trying to also look up the logos so that I can fairly judge. Logos and uniforms mean a lot to me. Yeah, absolutely. And the NBA, I will give them credit. They got some pretty good ones. They they got a good design sense. Uh, the Denver Nuggets, of course, based in Denver. No surprise there. Uh, founded as the Denver Larks in 67. Um the Nuggets have never really been good. Um, their early years are immensely forgettable. Um, they famously drafted Dikembe Mutombo, um, but didn't really go anywhere there. Um, Carmelo Anthony joining uh, along with Iverson later in his career are interesting. Uh, the fun thing now is um, they have one of the best players in the league, Nikola Jokic. I believe I'm saying that correctly. These names are very hard in the league. I will be honest. Um, who is uh, arguably one of the top 10 players in the league, uh, Michael Porter Jr. Um, they were in the playoffs this past year, uh, defeating Utah, Jamal Murray. Um, 
among others, they're they're actually a, a pretty pretty upstanding team. Lost in the conference finals to the Lakers. Wow! So they made it. Uh, they made it pretty far then. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say like you your decision when we picked you an NFL team. I'm gonna say mm-hmm. that current success is not going to play a role. I'm gonna try my best sure. to really pick them based on. I mean, I, I root for the Mets, so you know. It, so you know, it's, yeah, it's it's. I'm no stranger to devoting my entire life and time and and my fandom to a team that just constantly disappoints me. So that's not a huge issue. Uh, it, it was really hard to actually find a, uh, a site with logos on it, but I think I finally did. I don't know why that took so well, long. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sharing my screen, Matt, if that's helpful uh, with the logos. Oh, great. Oh, we love we love our uh, our sports logos. Yeah. Sportslogos.net. We love that. Yeah. Okay, great. Let's um, check them out. And they've had some pretty wackadoodle um, logos, Ooh, I will okay. say. That's cool. Give I like them, that. It's a, very, it's a very retro looking logo. Uh, this this was uh, they only they got a brand new one a year or two ago, um, kind of mirroring the more common style. But you see some of these with the the pickaxe. That's the nuggets, the gold nuggets, oh, right? Okay. In my, I, I didn't really know um, what uh, what they were referencing with nuggets. Okay. Yep. yep, they had the rainbow jerseys for a while. That was sort of their their thing. Uh, do some people refer to them as the nugs, the Denver nugs? No. Okay. No, they're pretty much the Nuggets or Denver. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Um, Any thoughts on the Denver Nuggets? Uh, Denver Nuggets. I don't. I really don't know. I, this seems like a like a. You have to live in Denver to be a Nuggets fan. Otherwise, you know, I, I just I would have a hard time trying not to laugh if somebody said, "What's your favorite NBA team?" And I'm like, "I'm a Nuggets fan. I love the Nuggets." It does sound funny. It does sound funny. Um, No, I think for me, the thing about the Nuggets is that they are immensely forgettable. Like that's that's the thing about Nuggets. They're not good. They're not bad. They're not famous. They're just this is a lot like until very recently how people would have described the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's it's one of those teams where it's like, hey, name every team in the NBA, and you get through like twenty five of them, and the one you don't remember is the Denver Nuggets. Very, very raised. Um, but on the plus side, they play in um, they play in Ball Arena. That's cool. That's really cool. That that actually scores a lot of points in my book. Uh, it used to be the uh, Pepsi Center, uh, but the thing about Ball is they're the people who make the glass jars and the lids. Mm. Um, for like canning stuff, and they sponsored an arena, so that's that is cool. cool. I'm a little sad that Pepsi doesn't have the naming rights anymore because I love Pepsi as a company, but I uh, and as a product. But the uh, the uh, it's kind of the second best thing. I, I like when stadiums have unique names that are they sound like the names of other things besides just companies, right? Like Staples mm-hmm. Center does nothing for me. Uh, but I do you know I did not know for the longest time that was like the Staples office really? supply company. You just got a, oh, it, the Staples it was, Center. It was years before I put it. I just thought it was like the Staples Center, just like that was. Right. It was named after James Staples really or something. Love, I don't know. Uh, office supplies. Yeah. 
and and then I saw the logo. I'm like, oh, it's the like company. that Staples. Are, are Staples still in business? Do they still are they still existing? They're not doing great, but they're still okay. in business. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was that one of the? So, by the way, that was I think that was one of the fake stocks that you bought for me when you made me a stock portfolio. Which you like ten times your money. On I sure thing, did. Really I wish it was really because the whole. So for people who don't know, the whole point of that experiment was I was like Matt was like I could invest, no problem. It's not that hard, and I'm like Matt, you're an idiot. You can't do it. And so I gave you ten thousand fake dollars to invest, and you just picked. I swear to God, companies <laughs> like you're like uh, Home Depot, Ubisoft, uh, Ubisoft Starbucks. Was one of them. I picked Ubisoft. It, it was like just like brands, brands, you brands that I've of. heard of. Yeah. And I tracked those stocks for like five, seven years, and you like took that ten thousand and turned it into like a hundred thousand. Uh, and I was so pissed yes, off. Me too. I wish it was real money. I was furious. Um, <laughs> all right, Matt. Let's talk about another team uh, in the forgettable Northwest. Your Minnesota Timberwolves. Timberwolves, huh? Now, when you think of a team that's never been good, you think of the Minnesota Timberwolves. That's sort of not true. Uh, Kevin Garnett, probably their most notable player of all time. That's right. Hall of I don't know if he's in the Hall of Fame yet, or he certainly will be. I believe he's in the Hall of Fame. Drafted in 1995 out of high school um, and took them deep into the playoffs. Never was able to win a championship. He was eventually traded to the Celtics where he did win a championship. Um, and... Yeah, I remember that from the movie Uncut Gems. That was a big uh, plot point. That's right. That's right. Uh, these days, probably best known to uh, known f- uh, for Carl Anthony Towns is sort of their big star. D'Angelo Russell as well. Um, they also picked Anthony Edwards in this year's draft first overall uh, because they're terrible. Um, the T Wolves, the Wolves, sometimes as they're known, play at the Target Center. In Minnesota, give me some, uh, give me some logo. Let's see some some of these logos. Let's let's hook you up with the logos here, Matt. So these are your Minnesota Timberwolves. I think a great example of how logos like went from being like nice and polite to like weirdly aggressive to ultra minimalistic. Mm. Yes, that is. Um, the, you know, unsurprisingly, the wolf being their mascot. Um, and you'll you see on the uniforms they use a very sort of um sharp font style all right um it, are they an older team like is that were they like mid 90s expansion team or uh they were founded in 1989 okay. so a little bit uh later right. uh okay I, I, the logo reminds me a little bit of the arizona Coyotes, the NHL team. Yes. It's a little, little reminiscent yes. of that. Uh, so there, do some people call them the Wolves or is it just the tin, Timberwolves? Honestly, you'll probably hear T-Wolves or Wolves T-Wolves, most commonly. T-Wolves fan is pretty cool. That is, that is kind of cool sounding. You know, nice. That has that sort of uh, very popular green and blue uh, color scheme that you'll see. It kind of Seahawks. Yeah. Uh, you'll see on a lot of teams. Okay. Um, they play in a division with the Nuggets. They okay. do. They do. Yep. Okay. Yep. A team that's perfectly fine. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I, uh, I see no problems with them. Any, any kind of like, uh, 
What's your general opinion on the Timberwolves? Just that they're just very basic, like a very basic, competent team? No, they're not they're competent. Not. In fact, they're like the Nuggets are a are a forgettable competent team. The Timberwolves are a forgettable not oh, okay. competent team. Like they famously had a huge beef a couple years ago between their star and I forget if it was the GM or the coach. Um, and they're just are, you know, it's like the Denver Nuggets have kind of built over time to get better, and the Timberwolves are just always mediocre. Um, I did mention I think on the last episode when we when we reviewed the the NFL. Um, NFL teams is that I do have a very strong desire to visit Minnesota. It's, it's uh, one of the places I'd like to get to uh, just to see, I mean, see it's Minneapolis. A, a great sports, a great sports, uh, sports yeah. place in Maybe Minneapolis. Of course, the, the game. Brewers game or the twins. Viker, Vikings game. The twins play in Minnesota. Mm, you might want to check your facts. I don't Milwaukee, think that's right. Sean. Milwaukee's really glad you didn't take a Midwest team. Uh, we, just uh, lost, we just lost it's uh, all, the same. all the Midwest right here. It's all the same. They just stopped tuning it's all in. all the same. <laughs> but, Matt, let's talk about a team that's a little more exciting, a team with, with a pretty dynamic history, uh, your Oklahoma City Thunder. Oklahoma City has a basketball Yes, do you, know, uh, do you know what team they used to be before they moved to Oklahoma City? Probably one of my favorite. Actually, if you could root for this team that doesn't exist anymore, I think it'd be pretty fun. The Seattle Sounders. No, the Sounders is their uh, their soccer team. I okay. Think. No, but you're you're pretty spot on. The Seattle oh, the Supersonics. Supersonics. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One of my guess. one of the just the yeah. best team name. No, you were good. It was they were the Seattle Supersonics um, until they were bought and moved. Uh, to Oklahoma City, where they now reside at Chesapeake Energy Arena. Um, they uh, had a pretty interesting history in Seattle. I won't get into it too much, but uh, they went to the playoffs a number of times uh, and won an NBA title in 1979 since they moved to Oklahoma City. Um, fascinating. At one point, they had three of the best players in the in the NBA in the last 50 years, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, and Kevin Durant, all at the same time. Um made an appearance to the finals where they lost to the Warriors. Uh, and ever since they've been in a bit of a free fall, obviously Harden was traded away. Uh, Durant left in free agency. Westbrook was traded away. Um, and now they're at kind of in a rebuilding period where um, they don't really have any stars. Uh, Chris Paul, I guess, uh, but they have more draft picks than anyone else on the planet. Um, oh, that's right. They don't, Oh no. Do they still have Chris Paul? I thought they traded him. I've got to look and see, but no, they basically have no stars, a ton of draft picks could be a good early get. Um, if, if you're interested, um, okay. There. So, yeah. Uh, their mascot is rumble. The bison. <sighs> What's the story? Behind oh, I recommend him? you, you here, let me, let me put up a picture for yeah. you. Um, so obviously it was a different mascot when it was in, um, there, there is Rumble the Bison for you on screen. Um, kind of, kind of a fun guy, a little goofy, covered in hair, very bison esque. Okay. Um. So, according to the official backstory on their website, Rumble is a subject of a Native American tale that has been passed down for centuries, which tell of a bison who was struck by lightning while saving his herd from a ferocious storm. The lightning transformed him into the anthropomorphic, super-powered bison known today as Rumble. Nice. 
Oh, he has a backstory. He he does. He was awarded NBA Mascot of the Year in 2009. Wow. I can see why. And according to this and, and according to this page, one of the most bland, obvious sentences I've ever heard, he constantly gives hugs, high fives, and t-shirts to fans at constantly. random. Constantly. It just <laughs> unrelenting. You can't control it. In your sleep, he just he just will never leave you, you alone. Can't help it. Um uh, when you look at the the, the logo, and there's no real logo history. Their logo history is a supersonic, so they've had the same logo since they were incorporated using the uh, sort of blue and orange uh, color scheme. Okay. Yeah, the, I, I have to say I'm not that impressed really with the, uh, the uh, Oklahoma City team here. And what doesn't impress you about them? Um, it's just the idea of rooting for a team from Oklahoma. Okay. It's just, I don't, I, that, see, when we talk about like forgettable states or forgettable things, I usually just kind of forget. I've never been to Oklahoma. I have nothing really against it, but it's just, I, I have a much stronger desire to try to visit Minnesota than I do Oklahoma City. But what if I told you that surveys have found Oklahoma City has one of the most dedicated fan bases in the league? I would believe it because they don't have any other sports teams. So they probably are, you know, they. I don't think they do. Is there another sport, major sport team that plays in Oklahoma City? Well, that's what in I'm trying college. to like. That's what. Like, I'm, but that's about it. Like a university, like sports in Oklahoma City. I think that's it. So that's probably why they have a strong following. It's like the New Jersey Devils. No, well, they do have the National Softball Hall of Fame and Museum. Didn't know that. Not enough to get me to go visit. Mm. Okay, fair enough. Well, we've got more teams here to look at, Matt. We're still in the Northwest, and we're going to go to the actual Northwest to talk about your Portland Trailblazers. Now we're talking. Uh, Colloquially known as the Blazers, uh, they uh, play at the Moda Center now, um, an expansion team in 1970, um, and they've had a a pretty successful history. Uh, They 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 have a great fan base there, obviously in the Northwest. Um, uh, they've advanced to the NBA Finals three times, won an NBA championship in 77, and twice in the 90s they appeared in the finals. Um, a number of Hall of Fame players have played for them. Um, Lenny Wilkins, Bill Walton, Scottie Pippen. Um, Bill Walton was the NBA Finals most valuable player in 77 and the regular season MVP following that. Um. Yeah, an interesting team now. A team that's you have been to the playoffs basically every year for the past five or so years, but they just quite never can get to where they need to be to to make it happen. Um, with their most notable players today, uh, being of course the the incredible duo of Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum, um, two really dynamic guys. So, I like. I first off, right off the bat. Love the idea of a team from Portland. Um, yes. I think that's just – Portland is such a, a scrappy little city. Oregon as a state doesn't have any other teams really or franchises to its name. And I know that sounds really hypocritical because I just said the, that Oakland 
or not Oakland, that Oklahoma wasn't really um, that impressive, even though they're the only team that plays in Oklahoma. But I, I don't know. I, I, I just like um, I like Portland. Never been there, but it's a place I would I would definitely like to visit. The Blazers. It's kind of cool. Uh, I like the name. I like the name Trailblazers. That's a very unique name for a team. Yeah, very strange. Yeah. Very, very. I don't. I don't get it. I'm trying to track down the history, and I have not seen it. But uh, it is interesting. It's a little outside the box. <sighs> oh, yeah. Uh, the, t- the team's mascot is Blaze the Trail Cat, a two-tone silver-colored mountain lion who's been the mascot since 2002. What is it exactly a, a trail cat? Is there a, does he have a backstory? I'd like to see his backstory. Blaze the Trail yeah. Cat. Well, I can certainly Google him and see what I can find for you. Um, he's kind of a goofy-looking dork, if I'm being <laughs> honest. Um, let's see. Uh, who is Blaze the... Oh my god, there's a two-paragraph entry here. Blaze the Trailcat joined the family back in 2002 and blah, blah, blah. Born in the towering pines of the Oregon Cascades, Blaze was always a little different from the other cubs, with a unique two-toned silver fur ears and a tail that looks like blazing flames and a heart-shaped nose. He loved his life in the mountains, but always felt there was something else out there for him. So one day, he set off on a journey through the woods and eventually found himself on the steps of the Oregon Humane Society. It still keeps going. The staff there had never seen anything like him, but he was so playful, energetic, and friendly, they knew they need to find a good home for him. The Trailblazers heard about this frisky feline and said they want to adopt him, blah, blah, wow. blah. Um, they, they, uh, something tells me that the Oregon Humane Society <laughs> wrote, created this character. It, it must be, but he, but he also has family members as, as part of the rip city slammers. He's on with his trail cat family, which includes air blaze, little blaze and gigantor blaze. Wow. Yeah, absolutely bonkers. One of the uglier looking mascots I've seen. Um, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I so, didn't even know that uh, teams had mascot basketball teams had mascots until starting here, but so far, I think all of them that we talked about have, have had mascots. So good for them. Very common. Um, yeah, I think the Trailblazers could be an interesting choice. I think uh, they have a very positive fan base. Blazer mania, as it's sometimes called. Um, and I didn't make that up. Uh, and I think it's a small enough team that it could be interesting to root for. You're not going to find a lot of other Trailblazer fans, but I think people will get it when they see it. So it could be a good choice for you. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, we'll keep the we'll definitely keep the Trailblazers in mind. I think that's a good choice. Another great choice might be your Utah Jazz, Salt Lake City's own, uh, beginning as an expansion team in '74 as the New Orleans Jazz, uh, moving to Salt Lake City in 1979, playing at the Vivint Smart Home Arena, one of the worst named venues in all of sports. Um. Not very good to start, but famously, during the late 80s and throughout the 90s, John Stockton, Carl Malone, the mailman Malone, um, culminating in two NBA Finals appearances, both times losing to the Chicago Bulls, led by Michael Jordan. Uh, Ever since, they've been 
good. Uh, su- relatively successful in the playoffs, never quite making the finals, but Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, uh, among others. Uh, the team was actually just sold to a new owner um, who I don't think is probably not going to change it that much, but always a team in the mix. Um you know, Jordan Clarkson um, picking up a lot of, of young talent uh, in in recent years. Um, yeah. The Utah Jazz. So, love the name Jazz for a team. I think it's a really, really great name. Very cool. Uh, I, I also kind of like the juxtaposition with Utah. Because that is like the very last state that I would think of when I think of jazz music. So yep. I re- I like how they doubled down and they didn't change the name when they moved from New Orleans. Just kept it as the jazz. That's kind of cool. Their color scheme is out there. Really wild color scheme there. I I love the Utah Jazz color mm. scheme. It's bright. It's a bright purple, a bright blue, very of the Rocky Mountains. The, the, the 90s logo is is out of control. Um, I, I think they've had a lot of really extreme uh, colors over the years, as well as the, the 90s jerseys, which I got to show. I don't know if you've ever seen these, Matt, but these 90 jerseys are fire. Wow, nice. Look at look at that. That's a really, that is that is a well-designed jersey. I love the shorts with the, the mountain on either side. The mountains on them. Yeah. And just that like ultra-aggressive 90s logo. Um yeah, kind of a cool team. They've they've toned it back in recent years. Um, they're not quite as extreme as they used to be. But um. so my thing with this is, if I go around telling people I'm a jazz fan, are they just going to be really confused mm. and think I'm into like Coltrane and stuff? Like, is that a bad thing? No, I mean it could be it could be it could be like a win win, right? If they think you're the basketball it could be team, because I I do like jazz and. You know, I'm, I'm, but, but okay, I'm, I'm a jazz fan, but I'm also a jazz fan. The Utah Jazz. I feel like I would have to preface that a lot and keep saying Utah Jazz. I guess the context matters too, though. Well, yes. If you're in a record <laughs> store and a man asks, "Hey, what, what, what kind of, uh, what kind of music do you like to listen to?" and you say, "I'm a jazz fan." And he's going to say, let me show you. And you're going to say, what are these? I don't no, like I'm the music, Jazz. I was talking about the professional sports <laughs> yeah. team. Obviously, you you dumb, stupid man. Yeah, I guess that, that yeah, I, I probably wouldn't get that uh, that confused. Like being like, I'm a Bulls fan and people being like, oh, so you must love like farm animals or whatever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I would love if someone you're like out on a farm somewhere and they're like, so man, what do you think about farm animals? I love the, the Bulls. Bulls. Oh, that's great. We have other animals, too. No, no, no. The Big time Bulls team. fan right here. Yeah. They were great in the 90s, and, and the people are like, I guess they the animal was great in the 90s. I can't really disagree. You're out, you're out on a fishing boat, and someone's like, what uh, How should we? What, what should we do to catch the all these uh, these fish out here? Well, personally, I'm a Nets fan. I love the Nets. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Matt, that's a weird way to say it. Yeah. No, we, we're, we're, out, we're out fishing for whale. We should probably use the harpoon. Yeah. Wow, that's funny. Well, you know, Matt, you could if you were in a barber shop and they say, uh, how do you like your haircut? And you would say, I like the Clippers, who are our next team we're going to talk about as we move over to the Pacific Division um, and move a little down the coast. 
Uh, the Los Angeles Clippers, a team with also a fascinating history, started in San Diego as the San Diego Clippers um, moving in uh, a year. 1984, uh, famously owned by Donald Sterling, a truly garbage human being who was permanently kicked out of basketball for being the worst. Um Quite good in the uh, mid 2000s. Uh, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, Chris Paul. Uh, they are the oldest franchise to have never played in the NBA Finals. Uh, they certainly got close this year. Uh, they now have Kawhi Leonard, a superstar in the league, Paul George, backing it up with Sergi Baca, Patrick Beverly, among others. Um, but it just wasn't enough. They fired their coach. They're going to have a new coach this year. Um, yeah. So um I see the most probably of any NBA team I've researched, I see the most um clear reflection of the Mets in a team like the Los Angeles Clippers. Second fiddle in the city that they are from uh they're 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 sharing the city with a much more historic and and kind of legendary team is known as one of the best in the sport in sports uh has won far more championships than them but also i would say the the similarities also of a team that is always every year promised to be pretty good and turns out to not be good at all i was gonna say the the perennial disappointment and and cycle that you go through as a fan of the like the the new, uh, you know, newness going into the season, excitement, uh, it just just slowly just dying and rotting and just killing you from the inside out, and then only only to be just just frosted over and replaced the next year with newfound uh, excitement. This this really does seem like uh, like the they are they have a lot of potential. The Clippers, let me say, I am uh, I am thinking very highly of them. Yep. Yep, I, I agree. I agree. I think there is something interesting there. I, well, we'll talk about the Lakers in a minute. It might be a little too obvious to go with the Lakers. But, I mean, the Clippers are a team. The The only thing I, that's interesting to me about the Clippers is I feel they're a very much a, like, love them, hate them team where it's not those things where people are like, oh, you're a Clippers fan? That's fine. People will be like, oh, you're a Clippers fan? You suck. <laughs> like, it's th- there's going to be some hard feelings around you being a Clippers okay. fan. Why is that? Why do you think that is? Because I think the Clippers aren't an underdog in a fun way. You know what I mean? They're kind of a, it's not that they're a bad team or a mean team, but they're a team that, I'll give you a recent example. In this last year's playoffs, they had Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, a dynamic duo, a great team, played well all season and just imploded in the playoffs. And it was just one of those things where it's like they don't they didn't work hard enough and they didn't want it enough and they were in fighting. It's just one of those teams where there's never a feel good story. Hmm. So some something to think about. Yeah, it, it doesn't really seem like like at least the Mets had 86, 69 were years where where the Mets were successful and did win championships. It seems like the Clippers just never had that. They were just always bad. Did they ever have some kind of yes. a historic heyday, or were they always? You said before they had never made it to even made it to the finals. Never, not once in their and entire they, existence have they ever made it to the, the only finals. NBA team that, that that has happened to. That is correct. 
Yep. No, they are really, truly, if you ever do like a research history on the Clippers, they, they truly have been inept forever. Hmm. They only started even making the playoffs in the last like 20 years before that. It just would never happen. So this is just kind of a situation where if you live in LA, it's like, well, you're you're only a Clippers fan if you're like a like a like a masochist or or like a uh at the very least like a just some kind of like a like a hateful human being. Well, no, it's sort of the same reason though. Why are you a Mets fan? Yeah, I guess yeah, if, if you're you grew up that read. way yeah. and it's all you know. No one no one showed you that there are other it's, teams. It, becomes, it just for. becomes part of your identity after a while. Right. Okay. Right. I mean, you're going to get let down a lot mm-hmm. if you're a Clippers fan. But the other interesting thing is they are on a, theoretically a bit of an upswing. Steve Ballmer bought the team a couple years ago. They're building a brand new uh, arena for him. They're leaving the Staples Center. Um, so something to keep. So in they mind. actually played in the same stadium with the Lakers then. They have for a very okay. long time. Very, very long decades. Um, they share it, but they're always believe it or not. And I I might be wrong. I believe this is true. They're actually like. In terms of who gets priority in the Staples Center, I actually think it's like Lakers, L.A. Kings hockey team, then Ooh. the Clippers. Like they're so disrespected. Wow. Yeah, that is uh, that is bad. bad. Like I feel like maybe maybe the Clippers are like true L.A. Like if you grew up in L.A., like in the the grittier sections of it of the city, whereas Lakers are like more. Oh, okay. Like you're you live in like. Nice LA. I I know nothing about the city of LA, but you're like yeah. uh Beverly Hills like casual fan. Well, and what's interesting is is we'll take that Mets analogy further because the Mets have the Yankees, right? One of one of if not the most successful team in the history of baseball. Where the Lake uh, the Clippers have to share a building with the Los Angeles Lakers, one of, if not the most successful team in the history of basketball. They hold the NBA's longest winning streak. Um, They have won. uh, I'm trying to get the exact number here. 19 conference titles and 17, 17 championships, including six since the turn of the century. Um, a, an absolute juggernaut in basketball. Obviously, famously, uh, Will Chamberlain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Magic Johnson. Uh, more recently, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, of course, Kobe Bryant and Shaq uh, in the early 2000s. I mean, what more can I say about about the Lakers than that? Yeah. They, uh, they're, they're definitely, like, if you've never seen or heard of basketball, chances are it's like the Bulls and the Lakers are, are teams that you'll – at least have heard of. Um, I'm assuming we're going to transition into the Lakers next, right? They're going to be the, the next team on our list. I've already started so, doing it. Uh, let's just make that transition now. And I, I really want to ask a pressing question about your yes. Los Angeles Lakers. Yes, um, sir. Why are they called the Lakers? I'm so Matt. I am so <laughs> glad you asked that because there is an answer. Because it's it, it. My guess. I'm just going to guess that they came from somewhere like yeah. Minnesota or something where there's lots of lakes. Once you know it, they were the Minneapolis Whoa, Lakers. Okay. Very good, named for a land of a thousand lakes. Uh, they were relocated to Los Angeles in 1961. There are tons of lakes, as, as far as I know, in Minnesota. God, I want to visit Minnesota. Is that is that going to be your whole takeaway from I'm, this? It's just I'm, like Minnesota's great. I'm, I'm I'm really just thinking like I love lakes. I heard Minneapolis is a great city. I, I would love to I would love to visit. 
So, uh, the, the, sorry. So the Minneapolis Lakers, when they moved to LA, yep, but, but kept, kept the, the name. name Lakers. Okay. Yep. Uh, the name Lakers. What is a Laker? See, this is what I'm. I'm kind of confused about. I know what an Islander is. It's like it's somebody that lives on an island. Um. <sighs> You know, I, I know what a, uh, I know what a, like, uh, obviously what a, what a, um, I was going to say, I know what a Knickerbocker is, but I really don't know what that is either. And that's what the New York Knicks are named after. I guess it's like a type of shoe. We'll, we'll get into that when we talk about the East coast. Team. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I Googled what yeah, is, is a it, Laker. Is it someone who lives on a lake, I guess. No, according to Wikipedia, A, it's the name of a lake, a type of lake trout oh. is a laker. And it's also a ship constructed for carrying cargo on the Great Lakes, a laker. Okay. Very confusing origin story. And it doesn't lend that well for – what is the logo of the Lakers? Uh, unfortunately, it's a basketball. <sighs> See, that's 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 going to cost them. It's going to cost them in points. It's a basketball. Yeah. Yeah. I will say uh, logos in the NBA are either really good or really boring. There's there's not a lot yeah, in between. Yeah, this is a boring one. Um, and, and it hasn't really changed and this much. Is, well, but to me again, you look at the Mets, right? It's like it, it it's it has it's not updated. It's very simple. It's the L, it's the it's the swish, it's the, you know, they they don't do special edition anything. It's just the Lakers. The purple and gold as they say. Yeah, it's it's I think that's lazier than the Mets though. You see the Mets logo is it's the new the the NY intertwined in that, in yeah, that very like, kind of intri- intricate pattern and it's uh it's actually taken from the Dodger uh, from the Giants uh logo when the the Giants Oh, look at that. The Giants played in New York and they they had that logo and then they moved to San Francisco and the Mets kind of replaced them. And they took the blue and white from the Brooklyn Dodgers, who also left to go out out for L.A. So there's nothing original about uh, them. the. They've got Mr. Met. The beloved. Mr. I, I Met. think we at this point should we just stop and just do a whole episode on the Mets? I think that's kind of what yeah, we're we doing. Gotta, we'll meet the Mets. Sean and Matt meet the Mets. How about we just become a Mets podcast? I I think what we're going to do, Matt, is when COVID's over, you and I are going to go to a I Mets think we're game. Do it. And I'm going to bring the microphones, and we're going to record. At that sounds the Mets uh, that that I'm there. I'm absolutely there. Home run, Apple. Yep. That's that's a Mets thing. Oh, that sounds very lame. Shake Shack um, is a Mets thing. Exclusively at City Field. Okay. And also everywhere else. Uh, you've got Queens. Beloved is that Queens, one of the players? The, the most beloved of all the uh, the boroughs. Boom. I got him. And by got him, I mean the computer <laughs> froze. froze. I can't tell if you're frozen or uh, if you're just doing a bit. Not great. Oh, you're back now. Yes. Okay. No, it, it stopped for you, a you there, froze, but I, I, I thought you, you froze with just this look of like rejection on your face. And I just thought maybe it was. That's uh, fair. It was because of the things I was saying about the Mets. All right. So we'll try to talk about the Lakers here. I like. No, we're already past the Lakers. Positives. I like the like the purple. Like the okay. like the orange. Really, really don't like the logo. Really don't like the name. So I think it's probably going to be a no for the Lakers, unfortunately. 
Well, Matt, if you don't like teams that win a lot and are kind of very popular, how about we turn over to the Golden State Warriors? They, they're uh, a team I've heard of because they've, they've won very recently, right? Like They okay. sure have. Uh, one of the few teams not known for a, not named after a specific location. They're just Golden State, uh, for whatever that's worth. Originally in the San Francisco Bay Area for a long time, recently moved to San Francisco in the brand new Chase Center. Uh, a team that had a Interesting history, um, you know, have had won championships uh, in uh, 47, 56, 75, uh, became playoff regulars in the 90s. Uh, but really, nothing really turned around until Steph Curry uh, in 09, bringing them uh, three out of four years worth of championships with himself uh, and his fellow splash brother, Clay Thompson, of course, Kevin Durant as well. Now rebuilding. Um you know, following some injuries, Kevin Durant left. Um, I would say, Matt, if you were talking logos, if we're just talking logos, the Warriors may be up there with some of my favorite logos in history. They've done such a fantastic job. Let me put them up on screen here. Uh, starting with the, what I call like the vaguely Texas logo, which has kind of got that like Old West font um with the state of california and the basketball that's interesting very like 80s um then the 90s logo i mean matt you can you be look at that can you describe that to people who can't see that it? uh looks to me like a like a superhero logo like you would find it be like a, a kid's pajamas uh superhero uh it's got a very it looks like a fake team they made up in a yeah, movie. It, it, it's just generic enough where it looks like it could be just a just a buffed guy. Uh yeah, he's holding the lightning bolt. It's just it does. It looks like it looks like the logo of like a like the team that played against the Mighty Ducks would have this logo. It's so aggressive. And what's great is um and you can see all these different ones as you go through. But I'm going to see if I can find the logo. Oh, here it is. The jerseys that have that logo on it are bananas. Uh because they have that aggressive Warriors font with the lightning bolts down the side. Um absolutely wild. And of course, now they have the classic Oakland Bay Bridge um in the circle uh with the blue and the gold as their primary I was going to say I I really like their contemporary logo and I like the fact I I'm noticing that the NBA definitely airs on the side of minimalist logos for their their modern yeah. teams, which is kind of neat. Yeah. Cuz you don't really see that from other sports right like the nfl leans very heavily into aggressive which looked like it was a trend for the nba um in their in their previous the previous generation of nba logos but i'll also say i think the nba also updates their logos more often like the nfl they love those legacy team logos like the bears will never ever ever change their logo um, and I think there are very few sacred cows in the NBA. We talked about the Lakers never changing. I don't think the Bulls will, will ever really do anything. But a lot of these teams, they're not afraid to, to have a fresh look. Yeah, I, I, I've noticed that. That's kind of refreshing for the NBA. And I know the MLB is is probably even more staunch than the NFL in, in the fact that this is the classic logo. This is what the logo has been since its inception in like the 1800s. So they're extremely set in their ways with with logos. They'll introduce like alternative logos or throwbacks or things like that. But um, I, I, I kind of think that's kind of cool for the NBA to 
to be the league that is is kind of not afraid to to venture out and and do do things differently. Uh, now, Matt, what are your what are your thoughts on the dubs, as they're sometimes called, the uh, the the Warriors here? Um, honestly, I I I struggle with the. They will start with the name. They're the Golden State Warriors, which immediately I think of a college team, right? Like, like Golden State is mm. like the Ohio State, Iowa State. So right. when I think Golden State, I'm, I'm thinking of like this is a college basketball team. This is an NCAA basketball team, not an NBA basketball team, even though they are extremely successful, right? They, they've won how many championships the past five years? Like They are – only the Lakers and Celtics have won more NBA championships than the Golden yeah. State Warriors. Uh, they won in 15, 16, or no, I'm sorry, I'm looking at the wrong years, 15, 17, and 18 uh, most recently. Yeah. Uh, are they still good or have they, it won't impact my decision, but are, are they? Uh, the, you know, the well, it's really interesting. So of their of their really good players, Kevin Durant left, um, and both Steph Curry and Klay Thompson had major injuries, didn't play at all last year. Steph Curry's back, and Klay Thompson got injured again and won't play this year. So they could get good again, uh, but at this point, they're sort of they had their run and they're sort of faltering. But Steph Curry probably one of the most fun players to watch in the league. Interesting. Okay. Uh, is Steph Curry is he going to be on the team for a long time? You think? Like a, oh yeah, I think like so. Contract. I mean, they dra- they drafted him. Okay. Um, he, he's he's the centerpiece of the franchise. Um, one of the most popular uh, players in the league. He's got his own shoe brand and and the whole thing. Now, where um, a, a real where star. do they? You may have mentioned this before, but where do they play the Golden State Warriors? Uh, they used to play at Oracle Arena in Oakland, uh, but they just built a brand new Chase Center uh, in San Francisco. I actually think it's down the street from. I want to call it Pac Bell Park. I know that's not it anymore. Uh, you can tell how out of the Oracle uh, Park. How, well, that's right because yeah. it was AT and T Park, and then they changed it to Oracle, it's Oracle Park. Oracle. Yeah, um, I believe they're right in the same neighborhood. Okay, that's cool. I, I like that. I like that they can unify the uh, both sides of the bay. Right? They they've got they played in Oakland for a number of years and now they're playing in San Francisco. I don't think any other team really spans that divide. Because in baseball you've got the San Francisco Giants and you've got the Oakland Athletics. So it, your 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 loyalties lie on either side of the bay. Um Well, I mean I, I guess now that the Oakland Raiders have left for Vegas, I don't know. The 49ers play in Santa Clara, which on a map I couldn't tell you where that was. Yeah, I was gonna say an NFL. So, so maybe they, they spanned it. They, a bit. They, they, they've lost the Raiders, but they were also like rivals for a long time. So it's kinda like Oh, for yeah, sure. It, it would be like watching the Mets leave and then it's like, well, now you have to root for the Yankees, because what else do you have? Um I actually I, I, I kind of think a lot of the Raiders fans are just still Raiders fans, but now they just acknowledge that they play in Las Vegas. I don't know oh, that for, for sure. a fact. I have no data to back that up, but I'm just I'm just thinking that you've got all the the Vader the you've got all the Raiders stuff anyway, and, and they haven't changed their logo or colors yet. So, well, we talked about the Raiders have one of the more uh, passionate yeah. fan bases in the yeah, national more diehard the the black hole and all that. Uh, Matt, how would you like a tan? Um, 
a little vitamin D. I like vitamin D. I, I probably, I feel like I actually could use a tan right about now. Well, well how about we stop by and see your Phoenix Suns? Um, playing in Phoenix, Arizona, uh, joining the league in 68 as an expansion team um, and has been there ever since. Uh, yeah, a team uh, never won a championship, only made uh, the conference titles twice. Um, one notably in 1993, where they were shut down by the Chicago Bulls. Uh, Steve Nash, uh, Amari Stoudemire, Sean Marion, uh, probably some of their most uh, notable. Um, they have the second highest winning percentage of any teams to have never won an NBA championship. Ten Hall of Famers have played for them. Uh, Charles Barkley as well, um, one of their most recognizable players. Um, a team that's always been on the border of good, um, but also pretty pretty gosh darn forgettable. However, they had quite a uh, quite a run um, in last year's uh, leading up to last year's playoffs. Um, they, they weren't able to get super far, but they played pretty well. A lot of great young talent. Jay Crowder, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton. Um, and they just picked up Chris Paul uh, this past year. So so this could be a team that definitely has some uh, – the playoffs in their sights this this coming year. Could be, uh, could be interesting. Could be interesting. Um, Phoenix Suns. Now, Matt. I think this fact is probably the most important one for you to know about the Suns. Um, the Suns Gorilla. Gorilla. Uh, the name of the gorilla is Go. Um, this is apparently a true story. A messenger, a messenger for Eastern Onion, a singing telegram service, came to the Coliseum during a home game dressed as a gorilla. As he left, Coliseum security suggested he do a few dances underneath the basket during a timeout, and the fans loved it. So did the guy in the suit. He kept coming to games until he was officially invited to be part of the team. <laughs> That's awesome. That's really cool. I like that story. Um, it makes me think of the rally bear from, uh, the Dodgers playoff run a couple years ago where they had the, the guy dressed in like the weird bear suit and then security like mm-hmm. tackled him and like tased him and stuff. So I, I feel like, uh, that, that would be, it's, it would be kind of cool if they had invited him and been like, would you want to be like the unofficial mascot of the Los Angeles Dodgers? Like, uh, I, it sounds like a, a kid's movie. It dream does. Come totally true. does. This 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 guy really uh, had his dreams made by his favorite team, and and he got it all from dancing. So that's cool. Uh, I, I like that story. Uh, I guess it solves the issue of what uh, what what does a gorilla have to do with a team called the Suns? So, what is their logo? Yeah, is I their mean, logo just the sun uh, with the sunglasses on it? Yeah, you know, a, a logo that hasn't really changed over the years um, kind of has been traditional. It is a, a, a sort of a shooting star made of a basketball. Um, their their primary color is purple. Uh, PHX is sort of the abbreviation for the city of Phoenix. You'll see that in a few of their different logos. Um, okay. But yeah, a team, a team that visually uh, has been... Uh, I loved their, uh, their 90s logos. Uh, their '90s uniforms, very purple, very bold, um, with the shooting star basketball. Oh, that is that is very '90s. Yes, very cool. Uh, Matt, I, I, I got to tell you, I think this could be a good choice for you, and here's why. Uh, 
a team that's perpetually young. They don't really sign a lot of veterans, so there's always something interesting going on there. Um, a team that's good enough and nobody really hates. Nobody hates the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> You may forget about them. You may love them. Nobody hates the Phoenix Suns. Um, and they're a team that if you get in now, at some point, eventually they're going to get good. This is true. Unless they just keep, I don't know. You said they, they're always perpetually signing just young players and keeping it young. Uh, do, you, do you foresee that as a problem? Just that they're too inexperienced? Well, I mean, uh, if, if, uh, any for a team to win a championship, usually you need some sort of veteran leadership right. of sorts. Um, right. That's what I'm thinking. Is is if uh, you know how how does how does a team based in Phoenix attract like a, a you know a, a, a Kevin Durant or a, a Steph Curry? They don't. They don't. But but neither does Portland or you know some of these True. other cities as well would you consider the suns a small market team phoenix yeah 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 i would it's kind of we'll talk about the sacramento kings in a minute that's i think another example of a team where it's like should that city have a basketball (laughs) team type thing um utah jazz maybe is sort of in that same boat where you're like that's kind of weird they're there uh, but Phoenix, you know, you got to remember, I mean, they have a basketball team. They have a, a football team, a baseball team, a hockey team. Um, I mean, it is really a sports, a sports sure. city. I mean, it, it's the uh, definitely the sports capital of Arizona. Yeah. Yep. They play, yep, they play at Talking Stick Resort Arena. Ooh. Now the P, now known as the PHX Arena, they just changed it. I didn't know that. I, I like how the the team names of all the Arizona sports they really they really do a, a pretty good all-around job of describing arizona it's like the suns the diamondbacks the like the snake the yeah. um the, the cardinals is not good the oh that's right they, they have the cardinal the cardinals ruins it okay but he, but again the cardinals didn't that's start right. there they they're, they're a there, so they inherited the yeah name. all the 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 teams that were originally based in arizona coyotes uh, well, that's what's interesting is is the Coyotes weren't originally based in Phoenix. They were the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah. They actually so they, picked they, a new they changed name when their they name moved. and adapted, which is what Smart. the Cardinals should have Smart. done. So, I agree. Could have been the uh, the the casino debt, the casino indebted witness protection Cardinals. That's uh, what oh, else see, I, I think w- of. When I, I think of Arizona. I would have gone with like the Arizona cacti. Yeah. Also, also a good choice. The Arizona methods. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Matt, if we want to talk about weird, weird teams and weird places for teams, there's nowhere else to go but your Sacramento Kings. Yeah, this is a bizarre one. Not, I, I, you know, nothing against Sacramento. I've been there. It's a great, great city. Uh, it's It's a fine city. I just don't think it needs a team you know there's no sacramento doesn't have a a baseball team professionally it doesn't have a hockey team that plays professionally i don't see why it needs a an nba team professionally and it's a team that's moved a lot uh from rochester to cincinnati to kansas city and finally to sacramento in 1985 really just cannot that group just cannot find a, a place of their own um, I, I, I think they should call themselves the California Kings. 
and be like the California Angels who became the Anaheim Angels who became the Los Angeles Angels, Los of, Angeles Anaheim. Angels of Anaheim. Um, I love that name. This is one of the most bizarre names of a team. So I guess technically their team name is the Angels of Anaheim that they play in Los Angeles. But anyway, the, I, I think they should be the California Kings. I like that name. Like, I think they should just abandon the whole thing and move somewhere else. Sure. I, or that. Or that. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know enough about teams. Well, Seattle's been trying to get a new team for years. So they could just Second move there. Second team? Or do they just, they don't have one? Yeah. No, they, well, they, they lost the Supersonics oh. and they don't oh, have a team. Oh, that would be perfect. That would be perfect. I think it'd be great. Well, uh, yeah. I will say, Matt, I've got their logos up here on the screen. And some of them are pretty wild. I mean, this is very medieval. You've got your... Uh, your your what are those things called where you stab the other guy with oh, a stick? lances or jousting yeah. jousting Slant. sticks called lances um, they use lances uh huh sure if you say so <laughs> jousting um, and that's their current logo is a bit more mild but they've got some of these like retro sort of uh, sort of the royal lion oh, is sort of their look, uh, their that mascot looks like a Premier League uh, logo it hmm. does it aggressively does uh, especially the lion that's head their alternate logo the second. Second to last one that looks like it could be a, a modern uh, Premier League logo. Yep. Um, yeah, the Sacramento Kings, Matt, uh, a team that has technically won a championship in 1951, uh, but has that's like a weird history fact win. Like I wouldn't really think about that. Uh, they, they've basically never been to a conference championship. They've only won their division titles five times. Um, a team that has truly never been and will never be with good. the historic success of the Lakers and the modern contemporary success of the Warriors. Warriors. I, yeah. I really feel like the Kings are like the outside looking in. Like they're the they're the 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 last. If if NBA had a relegation system. That's not really based on wins and losses, but based on importance. I feel like the if they had to pick one team that would be relegated to like non NBA, it would. It seems like the Kings would be it. It seems like the Kings would really be the one, the team that gets the boot. That's like you've got to leave, you got to go. We don't want you anymore. Go, just go do something else. Go, go coach little league, little league basketball. I mean, it is crazy to think that California has four basketball teams. It's absurd, is what it is. It's yeah. too many. It is. Too it many. is definitely too many. Now, what? What about? What if they move the Kings to Oakland, and now that now that the Warriors are in San Francisco permanently, change them to the San Francisco Warriors and the Oakland Kings? Uh I think we just need to leave. I just think Oakland shouldn't have sports teams anymore. They lost the Raiders. <laughs> they lost the Warriors. Well, all right. You, I mean, but San Jose, what about San, the San Jose Sharks? It's also where the San Jose Earthquake play. No, I think, I think they got to get a, uh, you know what? The, the hot thing now, you know what, um, you know what city doesn't have a basketball team, but now has every other sport. Las that's Vegas. True. No, that's true. The Las Vegas Kings. Good name. Good name. And they've got the that Golden Knights. Good. Change yeah. the Raiders to something yeah. like chess related. That's cool. I like that. I, I, the, I the think Las that could Vegas be, I mean, Rooks. That's what they, they would change the Raiders name to the Rooks. I'm sure Raiders fans would really enjoy that. 
I mean, um, nobody's really cared about what Raiders fans think before. So <laughs> they literally just often move the team to a different state. So I like that. I think in a, in a perfect world, if I were writing the script, every Las Vegas-based team would be named after a chess piece. What about the uh, WNBA's Las Vegas the Las Aces? Vegas Queen? Oh, is that is that real? Is that really what they? That's yes, awesome. It is the All Las right, Vegas so they're Aces. already like two thirds of the way there. Great, it's pretty good. I, I was going to say it's we name them the Queens, but now that I, I didn't know that they already had the name Aces, that's great. Golden Knights. Yep. Which I would just shorten and just make the Knights, the, the Las Vegas Knights, the WNBA Aces. We changed the Raiders to Rooks, Las Vegas Rooks, and now we got the Kings. This is incredible. Boom. What this else do we need? What else we got? The Bishops. We need to have a uh, – if they got a baseball team, they would be the Las Vegas Bishops. Uh, Matt, we got a, we got a couple more teams Their we got to talk about would be here, an Elvis including... impersonator that uh, was marrying two people in the chapel. I think you're pushing. <laughs> I think you're, you're really you're – you're, you're doing a disservice to the people of Las Vegas. Um Matt, your Dallas Mavericks. Are there still more teams? How many more teams we have? Uh, well, we've moved into the Southwest region. We have five more teams, oh, including this is this the is Dallas NBA, Mavericks, where they have like West and East. There's no div- division. Well, it's it's well, it's two conferences, three divisions in each conference. Two, two five teams too in confusing. each division. Yeah. Um, the Dallas Mavericks, Matt, obviously based in Dallas, playing at the American Airlines Center. Uh, the team's never moved. Started in 1980 and has been there ever since. Famously owned by Mark Cuban, outspoken owner and generally rich individual. Um, a team that was truly terrible in its history, uh, but got good. Won a championship in 2011 on the back of, uh, I would say, a modern NBA all-star Dirk Nowitzki. Um, and these days is really um, is really popping off. Uh, they picked up a couple great players. Uh, Luka, see now I'm I'm so bad with these names. Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis, who you may know as a former Knicks uh, player, um, helped them go to the playoffs in 2020, where they did not win, but they are a team on the rise. Um, the Mavericks, um, sort of their uh, main logo is a horse, and I have to double check uh, their mascot. Um, if it says here somewhere who it is, because it's a horse. Mavs, Mavs, right? That's what people would call them. Uh, Mavs fan. Champ. Champ is the is the uh, mascot. Oh, there's two. Oh, Matt, you're going to love this. You're going to just absolutely... I got to share my screen on this, Matt, because they have two mascots. It's not only Champ the Horse, but I didn't know about Mavs Man. Oh, Mavs Man. Oh, he's a human basketball. Who is a man who look... He dresses up like a basketball. Oh, look, and you can pay to have him come to your corporate event, Matt. Would you like me to have Mavs Man come to your birthday for $700? That's That's extremely cheap. A mask... Mascot birthday party, $700 for one or 900 for How both. How long do they stay at your party? 45 minutes. Wow, that's a good deal. And you get autographs, pictures, a meet and greet. Look, and they come in their own custom wow. vans. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I wish more more mascots did that. 
That's that's really yeah, exciting. Let's get Mavs um, man on the podcast. You think he'll come on a podcast? Uh, if we pay him, I wonder. Could we like pull together seven hundred dollars to get Mavs man <laughs> to come on the podcast? That kind of would be that incredible. Would, that would. I think that would put us on the map. I really do. Um, I think it's like be... this or what we need more of. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. So well, it wasn't um, enough I'm trying to see bugs on the podcast. We we also gotta we gotta show out. Some I think this money. would be worse. Uh, yeah. Champ is an anthropomorphic horse. I'm trying to figure out what what the Mavs man story is. It just says he's one of the mascots. Look at that guy. Holy smokes. Mavs man. Um, you think the other mascots get mad when they see somebody like that? Like they're, they're wearing like these big, hot, sweaty, uncomfortable suits. And he literally just has a mask on. Uh, there are some mascots who are pretty, pretty simple, though. He's not. The, I mean, we famously talked about my team, the Los Angeles Chargers Boltman, who it's really just a mask on a skin tight yeah, suit. That's all. I think that's what Mavs Man is. Uh, basically, Philly fanatic, uh, who is just like a like a sweat. Oh, wow. Factory. And then there's. The ast the both the Astros and the Orlando Magic mascot are very much Philly fanatic esque weird yep. creatures from God knows where. Um, I love the the retro Dallas Mavericks logo, which is an M with a cowboy hat on it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's very Dallas. I like that. Um, which uh, they haven't had a lot of logo changes. They have the current one. Uh, I still think one of the few real '90s logos in the mm. NBA. Um, kind of askews their modern simplicity. I, I think the the classic the classic one looked a little too high school for me. With the hat on it, yes, mm. absolutely. So is that their modern logo, the one you just showed? Or okay. yes, it is. Yeah, I mean, you can see their sort of uh, primary yeah, logo right much. there. That's good. Nope. Nope. The Maverick. Uh, yeah. Any any thoughts on the Mavs as they're known? Um, thoughts on the Mavs? I like the I like Mark Cuban. I like him as a, as an owner. He's he's an all right guy. All right. Yeah, I mean, we won't talk about the various sexual assault and domestic violence Did allegations about that. that didn't did not involve him directly. Ooh. Uh, but was certainly uh, in his high-level management right that's beneath pretty, him. That's pretty shady. And he also claimed it never wow. happened um, and then later admitted it I didn't hear about any of this stuff. So I guess he's yep. maybe not that great of a guy. Back in, back in 2018. I just know about him from Shark Tank. So Yes. Okay. Yes, he is well known for that. Didn't hear about that. So uh, the Mavs are... Uh, I, I have trouble rooting for them. Sean, I'm going to tell you why. Okay. One of my favorite, if not my favorite president of all time was John F. Kennedy. He was shot mm-hmm. and killed in the city of Dallas, as you may have heard. And mm-hmm. so I'm not really sure if I could ever forgive Dallas as a city for killing John F. Kennedy. Totally fair, totally yeah, I mean, reasonable I- reason to not root for the Mavs. 
Matt, I will tell you a true story of something that actually happened where uh, I was talking with a colleague of mine and I was saying, gosh, I can't, you know, a part of my job is traveling to trade shows and things like that, which I'm obviously not doing now. And I said, gosh, you know, normally I hate traveling in a normal year, but I just, I cannot wait for the first chance to go out to a trip. And she said to me, actually, good news. We just got word of the first trade show we actually think is going to happen in person. I said, that's exciting. Where is it? She said, it's going to be in Dallas. And I said, oh no, I'm not going to Dallas. Was, was my exact immediate reaction. Dallas is trash. It is a trash city. It is a joke, and it's it should not be respected in any way. Good. I think, we, I think we're on agreement, like we are in most, most It's a sad places, place for sad uh, people. For debate. Yes. We're definitely in agreement here. Dallas sucks. Um, but, Matt, why don't we move to a far superior city in Texas, your Houston Rockets. Um playing in downtown Houston at the Toyota Center, beginning as the San Diego Rockets before moving to Houston in 1971. Um, a team that had some success, back-to-back champions in uh, 94 and 95 most recently, Hakeem Olajuwon, um, along with seven foot four inch Ralph Sampson. They were nicknamed the Twin Towers, which in retrospect kind of is not great, but um, they won in the two years uh, back-to-back where an MJ was retired from the Bulls. Um later adding Charles Barkley and Scottie Pippen and a few other folks, Yao Ming famously, Tracy McGrady as well. Um, And then most recently, James Harden from Oklahoma City Thunder, one of the best players in the league, recent league MVP. Um, Unfortunately, they haven't had much playoff success in recent years um, and have sort of uh, imploded where uh, Russell Westbrook, uh, who came over, was then traded away. And James Harden is actively as of today, asking for a trade to another team. He just doesn't want to be there anymore. And should he leave, there really ain't much left to the team. But that being said, um, as I mentioned, their mascot um, is Clutch the Bear, uh, one of several bear Excuse mascots. Me? Clutch the Bear. I don't know. I guess Clutch is in Clutch was, Shooting maybe. I Here, really I'll show you a picture. I that their mascot's name was going to be Rocket Man. Well, believe it or not, there actually was a mascot from 93 to 95 called Turbo, a costume man that performed acrobatic dunks and other maneuvers. Okay. Still not as cool as Rocket Man. I I, I had visions of, of there would be Rocket Man, and then he could have had a son called Little Rocket Man. I, I Matt, I'm totally on board with what you're saying, but uh, uh, Clutch the Bear is in the Mascot Hall of Fame. Okay. So. Okay. I really don't understand why he does not seem like he belongs. Why is there a bear, the mascot for the Houston Rockets? That makes no sense. No, it should Very be like confused. the Astros, where it's like a weird alien. Yes, or something. yes, it should. No, I, I don't like this. This is does not bode does not bode well for the Rockets in my book. Well, but Rockets are teams with some great logos in history. Here we're looking at the uh, 70s and 80s logo. Um, I'm a huge fan of the 90s logo. Look at that thing. It is an assault on your eyeballs, including a rocket ship with sort of a shark's mouth on it. Um, very unattractive. And then, of course, most recently, uh, the sort of dripping R effect of the uh, of the Houston Houston Rockets that looks like a rocket ship I, taking I think off. It looks, it looks uh, like an energy drink logo. Like a futuristic energy you drink. Are, you are very, very yeah, more, correct. More, like a, more uh, accurately, like a 90s energy drink that's trying to look futuristic. 
I'm a huge, if I were to ever like buy an NBA jersey, I love these 90s Rockets jerseys with the pinstripes and the horrible look. They, they just look so bad in yeah. person, um, I, I have to say. But um, yeah, the, the Houston Rockets there, Matt. What do you what do you think? I think they've got some potential. Um, the mascot thing is is a problem, but not as not as really big of a deal breaker as being from Dallas. So they've got some potential. I think in my book. I mean, it's a team with a rich, likable history for the most part. Um, it's just they're kind of a, a team all over the map now if you're looking for modern uh, modern flair on it. Uh, Matt, we, of course, have got to move on uh, and talk about how about we move from the great state of Texas over to the great state of Texas as we talk about your San Antonio Spurs. Um, San Antonio, not traditionally a sports town, uh, but certainly is for this NBA team playing at the AT&T Center in San Antonio, uh, where they have played since 1976. Um they have won uh, a number of NBA championships, 99, 03, 05, 07, and 14. Uh, they have the highest winning percentage among active NBA franchises and has the best winning percentage of any franchise in major professional sports leagues in the U.S. and Canada over the past three decades. Um, a truly iconic uh, team um, in the in the 90s and beyond uh, with players like uh, Tim Duncan, David Robinson, um, Tony Parker, Meno, Meno, Meno Ginobili, um, and then later, of course, Kawhi Leonard, um, among others. Um, their icon is a spur, which makes sense based on their name. Their mascot, the Coyote, uh, which would make sense for other teams, um, but apparently, um, apparently not. Okay, so we've got another one with kind of an identity issue here with the Spur being the name, the Coyote being the animal. Hmm. Yeah, but I will say, Matt, have you ever seen a picture of the Coyote? Of the of the Spur? No. No, I haven't. Okay, I, you got to see this. This thing's insane. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, 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 no. He's <laughs> coming <laughs> The thing of nightmares. <laughs> what? Yep, he's got these sort of insane coked out eyeballs. His the number on his jersey is two exclamation point, which I didn't even know that was like legal. Um, and he is a he is a uh, he is a coyote, the 2014 mascot he looks of the like year. A reanimated corpse of a of a of a mascot. Like if if if, if a if a dog mascot had died. And they like somehow figured out how to bring him back to life. Either that, or like you said, I think that's pretty apt. Just a drug-addled, uh, drug-addled uh, dog mascot. Which I mean, I guess you'd have to be to be a mascot, right? Like you're not well adjusted no. you if gotta, you're a you mascot. Gotta, you always got to be taking speed. So maybe this 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 article just or this uh this costume brings up that inconvenient truth that you just, you just always got to be on uppers to be a, a, a professional mascot. Yeah. The, the rough and tumble life of a, okay, of a mascot so spur, the name spurs. I'm a spurs fan. I love the spurs. I mean, the spurs again, a team that is pretty much, you know, sort of like the Patriots where it's a team that in our lifetimes has just always been good. 
like has always been in the playoffs, has won a ton of championships, has just only in the last like two to three years have they kind of sucked. Um, but they're 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 a team that's kind of under the radar, always good. Which is interesting for a San Antonio being a smaller market. I know that the uh, they tried to. The only thing I know about San Antonio and sports is that they tried to acquire the New Orleans Saints a few years back. There a lot of lot of hype and speculation in the first stages, at least, was that the Saints would be going moving to San Antonio, um, be the San Antonio Saints, I guess. And then, uh, then the, the the Hurricane Katrina happened, and the city yeah. rallied around the Saints as an identity, and they ended up staying. Well, they- San Antonio's tried forever to have a football team. There were rumors that the Chargers could have gone there. The St. Louis Rams could have gone there before they went to L.A. The Raiders could have gone there. Famously, they have the, um, of course, like I said, the Spurs play in the AT&T Center, but they have the Alamo Dome, uh, which is which was where the Oilers used to play back when they had the, uh, or no, I'm sorry, not the Oilers. Uh, who used to play in the Alamo Dome? Wasn't there a team? Oh, the Spurs played at the Alamo Dome. Okay, before they got their mm. arena, I could have sworn there was another team that played there. Um, but uh, but it is it is um, sized to a professional football team. In fact, a, a preseason NFL games have been held there before. So, so there there could be there could have been another potential landing spot for the Raiders or the Chargers. How about the San Antonio Chargers? I think that sounds kind of cool. Did, I mean, there were real talks about that happening um you know it's just again like you said it's a small market team why would you go there when you could go to vegas or los angeles you know uh yeah i i have trouble with small market teams unless they're portland because it's i really feel like you have to be from there to to connect with them to really understand them and and be be willing to identify with them I, uh, true, but I think the Spurs might be the exception there because they've had so much success. So much, I mean, you're talking between 99 and 07, four championships over a less than 10 year span. So, you know, certainly a, a notable team in that. I respect. will say this also, they are, they are a very respectable team and I won't make a full decision on them yet, but I'm not a kind of guy that has ever worn Spurs or ever will. So, I, I I mean, not that every Spurs fan has worn Spurs, but I'm just saying I, I have a hard time identifying with them, you know? Yeah, but I was also going to say you don't play jazz, but you can still be a yeah, jazz fan. Yeah, I appreciate fan. I mean, I jazz. I like to think that I like jazz. You don't appreciate no, Spurs? I don't. I don't appreciate them. I, don't, no I actually honestly don't even know what they're for. Are you are you a Maverick or a Warrior? Yeah, I would say I, I could be a, I could be either of those. What about a what? Do you appreciate nuggets? I love, I love McNuggets. I love okay, McNuggets. definitely um, McNuggets. We don't, we don't know what a laker is, so I can't ask you about but I, that. I do like lakes, and I would like to live by a lake. So mm, okay. if that's what a laker is, then and you're you're definitely a trailblazer. So fair point. Hey, that's a fair point. And I, I go and I, I get I get clippers. I get clipped when I go get my hair cut. So Spurs are the outlier here. Uh, Matt, if you want to talk about forgettable small market teams, 
right up there with the Timberwolves is none other than your Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, originally established as the Vancouver Grizzlies as an expansion in 1995. Uh, in 2000, they moved to Memphis. Uh, they now play at the FedEx Forum. Um, the only team uh, based in professional team based in Memphis uh, directly uh, has never won a division, never won a conference title, never won a championship, um, has never been particularly good, um, has uh, made it to the playoffs, but has just lost and lost and lost and lost and lost. Now, they now have John Morant, who was drafted high and who has been a sensational player. Um, That's it. (laughs) That's it. That's it. Okay. Now, they they should, their their mascot should be the, the Rockets mascot. No? Is a bear that they need a bear mascot? Oh, clutch! Right. Should clutch be their mascot? I, clutch that's sounds a like question. a name for a, a beanie baby. Clutch the bear. Uh, well, if it makes you feel any better, Matt, the gri- uh, the Grizzlies is mascot is that actually would be <laughs> so trait. funny. Um, no, it's actually called it's a it's Grizz. Um, who is a, can you guess what animal porcupine? It is no, it's a bear, but who do you think would win it? So you saw a picture of clutch, what? right? Who do you think would win in a fight clutch or this, as you can see in this photo, oh, Grizz. <laughs> Grizz is ripped. Grizz is like friggin' teen wolf. Uh, ferocious. Grizz would eat his lunch. Yeah. That's, uh, he, he it's a Sasquatch, basically. <laughs> Clutch is like the yeah. I picture him like the little nerd that Grizz just just picks on all the time, shoves him into a locker. Yep. I mean, he kind of looks like like an oversized dog, really, Gosh, more than anything yeah. else. That is a that is a scary looking lo- uh, mascot. Keyboard is a logo. Uh, Different. Yeah, uh, and you also can book Grizz for your birthday oh, party. Oh, good. Um, let's see. Do you, do you think Grizz, do they have the prices? Is it more or less expensive? Uh, more or less expensive than um, the Maverick? Than Mav, the Mavs uh, mascots? Probably more is my guess. Well, no, actually, now the pr- I'm going to say less. I'm going to say less. Smaller market. The mass, The prices are not Ooh, listed. That means more. Ooh. Definitely Ouch. more. Um, yeah. Um, the mascot... Uh, or I'm sorry, the logo. See, now I'm mixing them up too. Uh, the mascot, the logo was really good, I think, to start. I mean, you look at their original Ooh. logo uh, when they went to Memphis, which is just kind of like it's, it's very to me. That's very 90s hockey team. Like that should have been a hockey team. Logo. Yeah, I could see it like a peewee league logo. Yeah, Actually, that looks like uh, a 90s and- like like fantasy, uh, fantasy football league logo that you could like make on the custom logo creator. Yeah. It aggressively mm-hmm. over the top. Recently, they've really simpled it down to just like a bear that stares at you. Um, now, Matt, do you think, I think it's weird. So, of course, they were the Vancouver Grizzlies, which I think makes sense, right, in Vancouver. Um, but do you think a Grizzly is a, it makes sense for Memphis? Are there bears in Memphis? It's kind of like the jazz for me, where it's like, should they have changed it when they? I, moved I don't think so, right? I, I I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I don't think that there are, or at least not at that many. 
mm-hmm. right? Because they're the grizzly bear is like a. Now I gotta look it up. Yeah, no, I I really I don't, don't think that's um, their habitat. Just don't think so. Just don't think so. I, I don't want to be wrong about this, but. Yep, and by the way, one of the uh, one of the many teams to leave Canada. Poor Canada. Um, unfortunately, yes, we've stolen a lot of their teams. We have, in in across many sports. Uh, yeah, the grizzly bear. Uh, is not known as the is known as a brown bear. Is yeah. Primarily, I think I, I always associated the grizzly bear with the West Coast, and I'm right. Yes, I'm looking at the map right now, and it is yeah, it is it is primarily on the West. There 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 are no grizzly bears in Tennessee. It, it's it's a matter of fact, it's exceptionally rare to even have them spotted. It, it, the the map pretty much curves around Tennessee. And uh, it kind of like cuts off Tennessee, Arkansas, and Louisiana. And then it's just like that entire western portion of the country. So there you go. Definitely not. Definitely they're faking it. Nope. So uh, a not so great name and a uh, and a not so great team. So where did you say they were from? Vancouver? Makes a Vancouver, lot makes a lot of sense. Yes. They they definitely I think should have stayed there. Can't get behind them. Um, yeah, they were only there for five years before they shipped them off. Yeah. So yeah, um, a quick turnaround there. Matt, our final team of the evening. We've somehow managed to get through half the league, and of course we couldn't leave tonight without talking about your New Orleans Pelicans. Yes. Yeah. Now this uh, this team has a lot of uh, potential for me. I have to say. They're a fairly newer team, right? Talk to me a little bit about the Pelicans. Yeah, they were in the whole Charlotte team disaster, which is one of my favorite things in sports, where uh, the sh- they had the Charlotte Hornets, and then the Charlotte Hornets relocated to New Orleans, becoming the New Orleans Hornets. Then Charlotte was given an expansion team called the Charlotte Bobcats. Nobody liked the name. And so New Orleans, I don't know if they offered or were paid to um, send the Hornets names back to Charlotte. Uh, Send the name back to Charlotte um, and pick a new name, at which point in uh, 2013, they became the New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah, th- this would this would fit a lot nicely. Definitely complement my fandom of the New Orleans Saints, uh, my favorite football team, NFL team. So, I mean, it's a very young team. You know, it's a it's a it's an extremely young team. Um, hasn't been in the league all that long, um, and has had a, an interesting run. Anthony Davis, uh, very notable. Um, about the time they they changed the name over. Uh, was a big player to them. He obviously left and just won a championship with the Lakers. Now they have Zion Williamson, their big hot um, 
player. They're number one in the draft, along with uh, veteran Steven Adams, uh, youngster Lonzo Ball and Eric Bledsoe, uh, Brandon Ingram as well, um, uh, J.J. Redick, an interesting young team. An interesting young team right now playing at the Smoothie Center there in New Orleans. Their mascot, Pierre the Pelican. Um, yeah, and and yeah. Uh, it, it, I think we, we talked a little bit about this on a previous episode is the, the story of the Pelican and its significance to the people of Louisiana and the, the city of New Orleans. It's uh yeah they're they're up there. I think the Pelicans are definitely a top contender for me. Yeah, and you know I'm doing what we always love to do: look at the logos here. And I will say the New Orleans Hornets logo is one of the ugliest things I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, it's mm-hmm. awful. It's a mess. It's, it's definitely a mess. Uh, awful. I don't even know where to start. The clashing I, colors. The and I, the cartoonish nature. The, the just lack of creativity, the, the, the blank, like the, the void expression on the Hornet's face. It's just kind of doesn't know if it's supposed to be happy or vicious or existing. It just exists. But the new the new Pelicans logo, I think, is is excellent. It's and, slick. And I never, it's really I've never slick. seen the alternate logos before that we were just seeing. That's kind of cool. The Pelican yeah, they've Portland got a couple of really nice ones like that. Yep. Crescent City basketball. Um, yeah, a, a team with a, a team with a good look. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think the Pelicans could be an interesting choice. Obviously, you have an affinity for the city of New Orleans. Um, it's a team that doesn't really have a history, so you don't really have to know much about it, right? You have a lot less history to learn as a new fan of the team. Um, and they could potentially be on their way up. It's a, it's a really young team right now. I I don't. The colors are kind of interesting that that bright red kind of sticks out to me it's like you've got this like nice kind of more neutral uh deep gold deep blue and then you got like red this red just like kind of like jumps out mm-hmm. at you interesting just an interesting choice but i do love that they rebranded and 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 totally departed from the hornet's identity yeah not good. yeah mm-hmm. not good it was not a good one but i think no. i'd say we have some good uh we have some good potential uh with these teams here for sure. So, Matt, so hmm. how, about we go ahead, how about we go ahead and narrow some of yeah, these down do for that. you? We'll, we'll leave tonight here with uh, maybe we'll do uh, one per okay. division. And so we'll leave here tonight with three Western Conference teams. To, uh, you can thank on in the next week. We'll choose three Eastern Conference and, of course, a All right, winner. let's do How's it. that? Let's jump in. Uh, all right. Let's start in the Northwest. Your choices, the Denver Nuggets, the Minnesota Timberwolves, the Oklahoma City Thunder, the Portland Trailblazers, and the Utah Jazz. All right. Uh, right off the bat, I'm going to say it's going to be between and should come as a surprise to no one. The Trailblazers and the Jazz, I think, are going to be here. I agree. Two, two great are choices. Be the two that, that come out and uh, that are fight head to head against each other for the win here. I think solely based on the well, a couple of based on a couple of factors, I think my winner here is gonna be the Jazz. I think the Jazz has the win here. I'm surprised. I thought you would have picked the Trailblazers. Yeah, I I think what ended up winning me over is just the the idea that I could tell someone I'm a Jazz fan and and. Uh, they won't know if I'm talking about music or basketball. I like that. That's as good a reason it's as any to pick a team. Uh, okay. 
All right, Matt, the Utah Jazz. How about we head over to the Pacific with the Golden State Warriors, the Los Angeles Clippers, the Los Angeles Lakers, the Phoenix Suns, and the Sacramento Kings? This one isn't as hard as it looks. I think I'm going to give the edge here to the Clippers. I like the I like the thought that uh that I uh the 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 relationship of of being a a a, a hard scrabble uh small market not small market but you're you're playing in a large market but you're the you're the little brother. You're 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 undoubtedly the one that is you're the Luigi to the Lakers Mario. I, I think that's kind of cool, and and I, I give people who root for the Clippers lots of props because it's got to be really, really, really tough to uh, to stick that out. Mm. So, Matt, I'll be honest with you, I'm surprised again. I didn't think you were going to pick the Clippers. You keep surprising. What was me your uh, thoughts there? What, what did you think I was going to pick? Well, you know, maybe it's more what I would have picked, but I thought the Phoenix Suns were more interesting options. Sure. I think the Clippers just have such a, a heavy history hanging over them. But again, as a sadistic method, right. I shouldn't be surprised. So uh, Clippers are Life definitely an pain. interesting choice, man. But you got pain. you got one more to choose from here. Uh, maybe we won't be surprised here. The Southwest, uh, the Dallas Mavericks, Houston Rockets, Memphis Grizzlies, New Orleans Pelicans, San Antonio Spurs. Okay. Initially, out of the gate, I'm um, say the first couple again. We'll say say all of them. The Dallas, Dallas Mavericks, Dallas. the Houston yep. Rockets, the Memphis yep. Grizzlies, the New Orleans Pelicans, right. and the San Antonio so Spurs. So narrowing it down again to the Rockets and the Pelicans, of course. Okay. Um, Good choices. I think that. It, 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 it definitely the Rockets have a lot of potential and a lot of history. That's what they they really have going for them is their history and a lot of rec- more recognizable players that I that I've heard of and Mark Cuban who I've heard of, um, mm-hmm. Yao Ming, Tracy McGrady, all everybody that you mentioned before. Um, but what what really wins me over. Besides the city of New Orleans and the uh, rooting for the 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 Saints, the other New Orleans-based team, is is the mm-hmm. the logos. I think that in a clash of logos, the Rockets have a good logo, but at the end of the day, I think that there's a lot more um, meaning, deeper deep meaning to the to the Pelican and the you know bringing prosperity to New Orleans. Uh, that's that's and there's a lot more going on. I think with the with the New Orleans. Uh, logo and symbols in the logo even though they have a younger team i'm going to give the edge to the new orleans pelicans here yeah man i think take it from somebody who chose the los angeles chargers uh, pick a team you feel yeah. good rooting for yeah. um, and i think the pelicans are a good example of that okay cool that's awesome well there's your three teams the jazz the clippers and the pelicans yeah. i think that's a very good selection um you get to stew on that. We've got 15 more teams to go through in the Eastern Conference, including some big hitters, uh, such as the Brooklyn Nets, who you have up there on your wall, the 76ers, who you also have on your wall, uh, but a couple of a wild card. Maybe you'll be an Indiana Pacers fan or an Orlando Magic fan. Who knows? I'm a Magic um, fan. Yeah, there's something to be said about that. Okay. There, there are. Believe me, on this list, if you were like, Sean, what teams would you never be a fan of? 
it wouldn't be i i think the orlando magic would be a fine choice i think if you like the hawks i think are kind of a crappy choice i think the pistons are kind of a crappy choice but don't let me influence you matt any of these teams could be yours if the price is right uh matt what a treat this was we're gonna get a good team for you at the end of this but folks you're gonna have to come back next week to find out the final answer um so make sure you do so up for debate.tv is our website you can go there check it out um get all of the past episodes including our nfl adventures uh and you can subscribe wherever you get podcasts make sure you get our next episode uh on stitcher uh overcast apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast uh, spotify we're there uh with the video version on youtube and of course you can get a hold of us at up for debate tv or email us up for debate tv at gmail.com i'll also do a quick plug if you've st- are still listening an hour and 45 minutes in um to go check out don't panic i always tease up for debate on don't panic the guys always ask me what we're talking about this week so i gotta i gotta flip it around to do it the other way um Definitely check out don'tpanic.io on uh, gadgets, the internet, and you, myself, Colby, and Dan talking each week about the latest and greatest in tech news. We had a really fun, uh, fun episode this past week. Dan picked himself up. Matt, have you seen the AirPods Max, the big Apple oh, over the year yes, headphones? I have, they I have out? seen that. Yeah, they're it's, they're insanely good and also insanely expensive. Well, Dan picked himself up okay. a pair, so next week we'll have a full review from him. On Solid. How he likes okay. Them. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, among other things, uh, it, it was, it was a really great episode. There's a rumor that Matt may be coming up on a future episode, which I think, I think I, we would all like a lot. So we're still um, going to subscribe and check There's that out. a lot, a lot of uh, moving pieces with my contract and you should see yeah, his it's, rider. It's, it's uh, ridiculous. But you know what, if, if they can make it happen, then, and you know, I'd, I'd love to do it. I'd love to do it. You, it's really just a matter of my and, agent. We got to talk to and matt if we can't afford you there's always matt that's right yes so. <laughs> it's right he's we know he's only 700 bucks i mean you we'll know okay if we can we'll afford to that book him twice because you we i don't don't panic is not 45 minutes usually a little longer than that how funny how fu- if i were like a really rich guy one stupid thing i would do is pay like ten thousand dollars to have mavs man like live with me for a week or something like whatever the 45 minutes equivalent is of that <laughs> and be with- like i, I want to book your I want to book your mascot for yeah. six months. <laughs> Put him through like an obstacle course and just have yeah. like clean my house or something. <laughs> I just like, uh, is that, is that like your like housekeeper or something? It's like, yeah, it's Mavs man. Every I booked him for the year. Over, Mavs man dance for my company. <laughs> like, <laughs> entertain them. Entertain the children. <laughs> I love it. Dance for me. Oh, God, the, the sort of <laughs> the, modern the royalty. Are playing, and where's Mavs Man? The reporters, the, I just hear the announcers just like, well, uh, it seems that Mavs Man is, uh, has been kidnapped by a billionaire psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> he won't let him leave. He won't let him leave. He's locked him in the building. Signs free Mavs Man at like every, every Mavs game from now on. <laughs> yep. Free Mavs Man. Yeah, that sounds like something I would do. Hmm. Oh, Matt, we have got to end it there. What a treat, though. Uh, A pleasure, as always. Thanks all of you out there for joining us. On behalf of Matt, I'm Sean. We'll see you next time for more NBA action on another Up for Debate.
This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Matt Mariani and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.